fine. <laughs> okay, so we are back after We're back. taking a long break. <laughs> long break, y'all. Long break. We have finally returned. Wow, it is so good to be back um, with our, on our podcast. We have some great content coming for y'all. Um, really a whole like rebranding, I would say. Yeah, we are really rebranding the entire podcast. So we are excited for y'all to see the new content we have. Yes, yes, it's going to be great. Um, so we, we have no special guest today. It's just me and Aisha. I mean, I'm sure y'all missed us, you know, just us talking to y'all. Getting... We hope. <laughs> <laughs> right? Right. Yeah. Giving, uh, um, giving y'all our thoughts. So, um, yes, yeah, so Aisha, what's been going on in your life, sis? I mean, update the people. Woo! I'm seeing a lot going on. So, well, hold on, wait. Like, when's the last time we recorded? Like, what month was that? Like, August, <laughs> July? What month? Was last time we recorded? It was probably I know it was in the summer. It was the summer. Maybe. Wow, it's been months. Probably yeah. like July, August is. So yeah, y'all, a lot's say. been going on. So as y'all know, I am in law school now, and yeah, it's I'm in the trenches. It's tough. <laughs> it's tough. Like I'm literally just holding on just as much as I can, just like to make it to Christmas break. Cause right now, even <laughs> now, I'm tired as f. Like I'm ready to just like go to sleep. <laughs> But I can't yes. sleep because I have a gazillion and one things to do. But, yeah, I'm in law school now. And I, I could actually say that I love it. Like, I feel like I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. Like, I love doing it. Um, so, I'm, I'm happy that, you know, I found my purpose and where I think my purpose is as for now. Um, I'm currently moving. I'm actually moving next week into my first place. And it's like I was so excited about it for months. But now I'm kind of like scared in a way because like you know <laughs> in college I always had a roommate I always yeah. kind of had someone else there but like this is the first time I'm actually moving by myself and like yeah. it's just kind of scary like I feel like I'm now like officially leaving the nest and not returning back so right. it's just like one of those things where it's just like nerve-wracking um yeah. what else have I what else have I been doing so that moving um I've been doing a, a deep cleaning, as you can say, with my life. Um, so I, I don't think I've touched on this previously, but as you all know, um, in June when I turned 23, one of the things that I promised myself was that I would dedicate myself to a year of therapy. So let me first say, if you ain't in therapy, get in therapy, okay? Everyone yes. needs therapy. I don't care yes. how perfect you think that your life is. Boy, therapy will expose some things to you. Let me tell you that. You you think that your life is perfect. You think that you don't you don't have toxic tendencies. When I tell you therapy, if you find the right therapist, because that's the key too to find the right yes, therapist. Yes, yes. But it will really expose some things to you, and I feel like I have just saw myself just like literally evolve. I'm not where I want to be, but like. I can definitely say that, like, I have grown so much over the course of the last few months from being in therapy. But you have to give it 100%. Any process, you have to give everything of yourself to that process in order to expect, you know, positive results. Um, but one of the, the, the first things on my therapist when I first started, she asked me, what do you want from this experience? And I said, I want this experience to expose me 
to, mm-hmm. you know, not only who I am as a person, but the people that I surround myself with, who are they? Or, or, or do they need, are they beneficial for my life? Because if they're right. not, I need to clean house. I think must go. And so literally over the course of the past few months, it's just like, man, I've been exposed to so many different things and I'm just thankful, you know, for this experience. Um, exactly. What else am I doing? I'm dating again. Yes. <laughs> I'm dating somebody yes. else. We'll see how this goes, y'all. I'm dating a new person. We'll see how this goes. Um, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm liking it. I'm, I'm loving my life right now. I'm loving everything about it. Um, so yeah, I feel like life has been an uphill battle the last few months, but I can't complain. It's going good. Nikia, That's what beautiful. about you? Oh, wow. Um, for me, <laughs> I would say, I mean, I'm doing well. Like, honestly, I cannot complain. I have a job. Um, I'm in grad school. You know, I have, you know, income coming in. Um, I have, I'm in my third semester of grad school. And I, um, I'm taking some really interesting classes right now. My diversity class that I'm taking really is putting things into perspective for me, I think, as far as how I see myself as a black woman in America, in society, um, and how I see myself as a black woman in this predominantly white space in my counseling program. Um, I think it is, I just, my, my eyes have just been open more. Um, and I, I really didn't think they could be cause I've always considered my, I've considered myself with at least within the last four four years or so that I'm pretty socially conscious. So like there's, you're always, there's always more to learn. And I'm so glad Adisha that you are deciding to go into, that you're, taking counseling sessions of course like y'all know I'm in school to be a counselor so I'm so I'm always like 100% behind people that are willing to Mm -hmm. you know get in tune with themselves and you know touch those soft spots you know of their of their past of whatever trauma they may have to really explore Mm -hmm. that like that because it's just so needed it's just so needed and yesterday I had somebody say um for my job, I have to do this. I have to do like diverse. Diversity is my like the theme of my semester right now. Like literally from classes to this training, I have to do for my job. Um, she said, you know, therapists do not gain or lose anything from what you share. So just if you have that in mind, like the person that you're talking to in your counseling session does not does not gain anything or lose anything from what you tell them. It's all about you. Just keep that in mind. It's like, all about you. You know. Yeah, like you and only I, I- progress as much as you allow yourself to. Correct. I had a guy. So one one of the things I'm doing is like black men. Like I, I'm advocating for them to pursue therapy. So I've had several conversations yes. with several black guys. I'm like, hey, therapy, therapy, therapy. Of course, they're right. like, no, it's emotions, huh? Me expressing yeah. myself to someone <laughs> I don't know, putting someone else in my business. What? Right. What? What? But I'm gonna keep pushing for it because I think it's it's so important. Like it's so yes. important for everyone to go to therapy. Yes, I literally cannot wait till we have our guest speaker like huh, that's going to come and talk about that with us because um, it's just so much so needed. And I actually, that's one of the populations I want to work with when I get my license is black men. Like I want to 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 work with them and to advocate more for them because I mean, and black women, but I mean, of course, we're the whole black community, but it's just, it's just so needed. And I mean, it's really important to get past that whole idea of like, I don't want anybody else in my business. Like they don't need to know what's going on in my life. Like literally they don't it's not like they're in your business to like judge you to talk about you to go spread your business around the streets it's none of that you know it's like i said it's really just it's it's really to make you better 
So, you know, if you're really wanting to be a better person, to live a better, healthier life that's full and fulfilling, go to counseling, go to therapy, y'all. Yes, yes, yes. It's, <laughs> it's imperative. It's imperative. Yes. So, um, yeah. yeah. yeah we're going to die. I cause I'm, I, there's so much I want to say about that topic. We're going to wait <laughs> until that episode to go there with it. So, yes. yeah. Everything has been going good. So let's dive into just like what's going on, y'all. Like there are so many just like worldly things that are happening right now. Um, first and foremost, let me just say this month is Domestic Violence Awareness Month. So um, there have been a plethora of situations just as of last week in Dallas. I think I've read five or six different articles about domestic violence disputes where the male essentially kills his girlfriend. There have been six incidents literally in the Dallas area where that's happened. One incident I read, the guy shot and killed his wife in front of their kids. Black guy. Mm-mm. And I was just like, oh. oh my gosh. You know? Like, yeah. wow. And and I read I read more in depth into it, and they said that the reason why he killed her was because she decided that she didn't want to be with him anymore. Wow. See, that goes back to mental health. And mental I feel like there health. are so many... Okay, A. I feel like... Okay, there are a lot of misconceptions. I feel like specifically with our community, too, because I feel like we are often very judgmental against people mm-hmm. who are in these sort of domestic violence situations where they're dealing with abuse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Our first get thing is just get out, just leave. Yeah. Why are you subjecting mm-hmm. yourself to that type of stuff? But right. y'all like it, it's like, this is like, it's like an onion, right? Like there are so many different layers to this. Like mm-hmm. it's not just about getting out. A, right. let me start here. The police department, A, they don't really have a lot of good programs to really protect women who are in these sort of disputes, right? Mm. There's, not, there's, not, there's not really a lot that they do for them, right? I had an ex from my past that I decided that I essentially did not want to be with anymore. And he would continuously, and didn't, pop up in my apartment every month, oh my just randomly. And so I recall calling the police and I'm like, hey, there's this guy. He's I don't want to be with him anymore. He's popping up in my place. And every time they would come there to try to find him, he would leave. So what they told me is we can't file a restraining order against him until we actually physically see him on the property. So he would just keep popping up. And so that's what I'm saying. There are so many loopholes in the system, you know, like. How are y'all like what? Like what if he would have would have had a gun or something? You know? Exactly. Like what if he would have done something physically to me? Like I feel like there's a lot more that needs to be done to help protect women in those situations. Because even if they leave like this woman, she wanted to leave. And she got killed trying to leave. Mm. She got killed. So I feel like yes. there needs to be more legislation specifically put in place to help protect women who are in these situations. But I don't want to make it all about women because there are women also that are abusers, okay? Yeah. There are women who abuse men. And it's crazy because literally the week preceding all of those incidents, there were incidents about women 
killing other women because the guy didn't want to be with them anymore. I'm just like... <sighs> That's a lot. Like, in, in my mind, this is the way I see it. If you don't want to be with me, there are billions of other people out here that would. Like there, right. There's a world beyond this specific situation, but I think the problem is people don't see outside of that context. It's kind of like, I want you... You're the only person that wants to be with me. Nobody else is going to want me. So if you leave me, I'm going to be left with nothing. Yeah. yeah. And I'm Don't just like, alone. bro. Like, it, you know? And then it's yeah. like, people react out of emotion. They respond out of emotion. And now you kill someone and now you've lost your, your entire life. Everything is gone. Simply because this individual didn't want to be with you anymore. You know, that reminds me of uh, what's her name? Yaya Merriweather, Mary who tried to stab um. What uh, what's his name? Young NBA young boy. Yeah. <laughs> was she dating him? Yeah, 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 yeah. She yeah, tried to she... stab the, the the new girl that he was with, I think, or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. That was just that was a lot. And she's what and seventeen, eighteen. Like, yeah, and she's young. Like that's, that's not worth toxic. it. That's toxic. That is so toxic. Like, no Very one should, we, we should not be physically abusive. If we're in a relationship and we're putting our hands on each other, we don't need to be with each other. Cause, because mm-hmm. we're not bringing out each other's best attributes at this point. Exactly. If we're having to become physical. Um, but, yeah, I just, yeah, it, it just, it's so sad to me. It's so sad. And a lot of times, people get into these situations of people that they think are a certain way. And they're tearing out to be completely different, you know? Mm-hmm. And so that's something mm-hmm. that... It sucks. It it really does suck. So, yeah. I just want everyone to just, if, you know, you see a social media post, you see something just in bringing awareness to Domestic Violence Awareness Month, just read about it. You know, become more informed about everything that's going on before you pass judgment on other people. So, right. like, that's just my my thing with that. Yeah. So. It's just, it's just so, the, these issues are just so complex, and it's just not easy when it comes to women. Um or both, or both men and women. It's not easy just to be like, okay, I'm leaving. It's 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 not just I'm packing my bags. It's not it's not that easy because I'm sure if they could do that, they would do it. So and, and to, to, to dive further, since we're talking about domestic violence, let's talk about <laughs> this Tory Lanez and Megan The Stallion situation because this is prolonged <laughs> for months. That this is so like what like what do you think like what's your I know you're a very unbiased person and you are able to see <laughs> things from both sides. What, 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 how do you feel about it? At the end of the day, a man putting his hands on a woman in any way, especially shooting her, is completely uncalled for and should be dealt with accordingly at the end of the day. Because that's not, that was not, whatever happened, no matter, I feel like no matter what she did, I mean, unless she, she put her hands on him, but if it was strictly just a, because from what I've heard from the story is that she was like basically didn't want him no more, and he was like, "No, you're not, you're not leaving me," type of thing, and then shot her in the foot. If that's how it happened, he needs to go to jail. Like I, I'm, I, it just needs to. I mean, and people, people, I've been people on social media who are like, um, "Y'all don't know the story. Y'all don't know what happened." Blah 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 blah. He, there's okay, but he still shot her. He shot her in the foot. So, like, at the end of the day, like, it, y'all are really trying to create this whole storyline to kind of almost justify his actions. 
But I don't see how you justify a man shooting a woman I don't, or, any, I don't I don't, or shooting anybody. I don't. I don't see. I'm not seeing the justification there. I, I, I don't either. And he keeps saying he's making all these live videos on Instagram saying y'all don't mm-hmm. know the whole story. Y'all know this and that. But what we do know for sure is that the gun went off and your gun shot her in the foot. Period. Because so, let, I mean, me, I don't... let me explain to him how the system works, judicial system works. If <laughs> you you weren't responsible for that, the entire case would have been thrown out. And exactly. you, you can afford the, the best attor- best of the best attorneys because you have the money for it. You have plenty right. of money. So the entire case would have been thrown out. So that means if the case, if you still have to go to trial, that there is some truth to that, that the court wants to explore. You know, and it's just, it, and that, that's the reason why. Black women do not feel protected by black men because even consistently exactly. on Instagram, I see black men defending this. Stand up for terror. Yes, and y'all, I'm glad you mentioned that because that is definitely a direct reflection of. It's like an airplane outside of my window. Sorry. Okay, it's a direct reflection of society, of what's going on in the black community, in the in the black like in black relationships like black women are just not protected like honestly who can black women go to for protection nobody we have nobody because no literally nobody and i'm just like i don't understand why we keep having 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 to have this conversation it's literally 2020 and it's like still black men are like acting like we're the crazy ones like we're making it up we're being she did overly something sensitive. she put our hands on him she did that She's, she did yes what she's yeah. a woman yeah. Now, you and know, know if she put her hands on him, I'm not, you know, I'm not condoning it. Now, if she put her hands on right. him, she's wrong. But she's still, wrong too. shooting him, shooting her, come on, dude. It's not, no. Mm-mm. No. And, you know, and that, and I'm, and I'm not trying to compare, I'm not trying to compare the situation to Chris Brown or Rihanna. I'm really not. But I, I, I know that that came up when, during, during this situation in social media, people talking about Chris Brown or Rihanna. And I'm like, okay, look, like, even that situation, it's, it's still, it was it wrong to put up her hand and put his hands on her? Yes. But as we we know, that she put her hands on him as yes. well. Correct. So both people Correct. are at fault there. Both are both, at fault. Both I'm not people saying they deserve. Fault. Yes. Both, both are at fault. Both of them could have led self defense. You know? Both of them, both yep, of them could have. They could have. self defense. Yep. You know? Yeah. And so, yeah, with that, but with this situation, if. From from the story I've garnered, she was getting out of the car, walking away from it. Way. Mm-hmm. And the, you well, shot yes. her with your gun. Right. And let me tell y'all about short men. And short men don't get, don't take Ooh. what I'm saying the wrong way. <laughs> but short men have short, a little man syndrome. Where they feel like they have to like overcompensate for right. what they lack in stature. I'm mm-hmm. just saying, a lot of short guys, I don't know whether y'all know a lot of short ones. They are very extra. They just do a lot. A lot more than what they need to be doing. 100%. A lot of them like that. <laughs> and so I thought like that's what it is. I 100% agree. Because, I mean, honestly, I've seen that too much. I've seen that it's the whole short man syndrome can theory situation has played out to be accurate every time. Every from time. From what I've experienced. They have a lot of anger issues. Yes. A lot, a lot of, of deep-rooted anger issues. It's yes. just having to overcompensate because they're not... Because of their size, and it's just like okay, yeah, I couldn't do it. Right. <laughs> so yeah, it's just like it sucks. Like, why are we still like excusing this toxic behavior? Like, 
why like why come it just can't be that she did nothing at all like why are people still trying to find something that she did to yes, justify so his actions right so trying to find faults on her end and she's literally said she didn't do anything like it's ridiculous. I, honestly, I feel like I feel like I feel like if Megan had done something, I feel, I feel like she would have said it. I feel like she would have been like, you know, I did pop up, pop off at him. I did, you know, whatever, whatever. But she's saying that she literally was trying to walk, trying to get away from, from the situation, and you shot her. And on top of that, on top of the fact that she was shot, the police the police officer made her walk. Did you see the video of that? I did. Yeah, to I the... haven't saw it. I'm not blessing you know another another situation with a broken foot that could have really ruined her career her entire career could have been ruined had that hit the wrong blood vessel mm-hmm. the wrong place and just that you know just they you know being glad that she, he only shot her in the foot because he could have shot she he could have been tra- you know trying to kill her kill her yes and there's too much violence her. going on now y'all were supposed to set the example for the younger generation people that look up to you and this is the type of stuff you get involved with. It's just, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. My question is, did Tori ever go to jail? I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm really I think all though, of but... them, everyone went to jail from what I understood, except for Megan. So they took everyone in the car to jail besides her. They took her to the hospital, but everyone else went to jail, even her friend. Okay. And okay. they took everyone else to jail. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I'm just like, well, I think they go to trial and what? No, next month sometime. So if everything will unfold then, the truth of what happened will unfold mm-hmm. then. But I'm just like, they're really not supposed to be talking about the situation. I'm sure their attorneys and foreign them not to talk about the situation, but they're basically telling it all. So he's saying, you know, that's not what happened. I'm like, well, since you said this much at this point, you might as well just tell us what happened, what actually happened. Because exactly. you're not supposed to be talking about it, but you're saying so much to the point to where, I mean, you've contradicted that statement. So mm-hmm. what what exactly happened? If she did something to you, what did she do? And he hasn't said anything, which makes me believe that she didn't do anything at all. Right. Because if your story was true, I mean, your freaking name is just tarnished. Like, I don't know how he's going to come back from his career at this point. Honestly. Like how do you come back from that? <laughs> how and then do you remember when he he tried to like, he dropped he like dropped an album or something? Yeah, he did. As if On that the day was of his Brianna Taylor's the day of Brianna Taylor's uh, the jury came out with their decision. He put his album out, and his excuse was that was his mom's birthday, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Read the room. That, yeah, so that's the reason why. But it just seems like that whole entire album was dedicated to bashing Megan The Stallion. So. I didn't even feed into it. I didn't listen to it because I'm not like no. Oh, of no. course not. Me neither. I'm like you're not getting any of, any of my attention or money. So exactly, no. exactly. So that was that. So yeah, it just prayers to Megan The Stallion. I hope that you know she gets the healing that she needs because I'm sure that definitely affected her mental health significantly to be shot in the foot. You know, like I'm, I'm sure that affected her mental health. So prayers for Megan the Stallion. So let's go ahead and switch gears a little bit. So, you know, it's almost election day. We are literally right around the corner from election day. Um, have have you? I've been watching the debates. Have you been watching the debates? I watched them for maybe thirty minutes and then cut them off because it's just. <laughs> 
y'all are not answering the real questions that I, I really want to know the answer to. Which, as for me, is simply, A, of course, healthcare. That's, like, the biggest thing, especially with COVID spreading around. But, B, like, how are you going to help the black community? Like, that, that's, that's mm. my biggest question. Like, what are you going to do to support the black community? Right. Right. That's all that's all I care about. How is my community gonna be impacted? And specifically mm-hmm. not forget Trump, Joe Biden know what are you gonna do for the black community? Because I feel mm-hmm. like a lot of times Democrats talk about what they're gonna do. They make all of these outlandish promises for our community, but then four years go by, nothing is really significantly done. You know? And so I'm yeah. at this point where and I feel like a lot of millennials are at this point. Where we're sick and tired of people talking the talk, but not walking the walk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm sick and tired of it. And I feel like the black community, like, we're so ma- like We're married almost to the Democratic Party. And I don't feel like I am. I don't feel you like feel I'm married like... to the Democratic Party at all. No. So, if, you're not... If there was a Republican, if Trump, let's let's subtract Trump from the equation because forget him. <laughs> let's pretend like there was another Republican who also was going against Biden that had some great things to say about how he sought to improve our community. I would consider him right now because Joe Biden has really? said a lot of questionable. He said some very questionable things about our community. He has. He said some very. I don't know whether you saw his video where he was in the Senate and he referred to us as predators there's a lot of things he has done to impact our community significantly and i don't want to use this platform to talk down on him because regardless of what's going on he's the best option he's (laughs) all we got okay so let let me let let me say that first because the argument Mm -hmm. always is well he's no better than trump like what's the point and i feel like that's just a way for people just not to vote and that's not that's not okay exactly I, I broke it down to my mom. She and I were having this argument. She's like, well, they're not. I don't know what they're about. I mean, at least with Trump, you know what you're getting. And I agree with no, that. No, no. But Trump, you do. But this is the way I broke it to her. I said, hey, let's pretend like you had an apple. You had two apples. And one of the apples was spoiled. And those were the only two options you had for four years to eat on. You'd have anything else to eat but those apples. A spoiled one and, and the apple that was blossomed from the tree. Which one are you going to choose? I said, and you could argue, well, hey, I don't even like apples. I don't like the way they look. I don't like the way they taste. But that's all you got. Yeah, that's all you have to eat, though. It's all you got. And if you choose not to eat either of them, you're going to suffer significantly. And that's exactly what's going to happen if we leave this MF in the White House another four years. We, he is going to literally undo everything. He's going to mess up everything. I mean, he's already getting this Supreme Court. And I don't think people understand how significant it is for her to be getting confirmed. Mm-hmm. to the supreme court she is literally about to undo everything 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 roe v wade that's the first thing on the docket as soon as she gets confirmed that's the first thing on the docket for them to determine she's going to reverse that that's just in P- and P- yeah people don't brown be board of education let me know that's not a constitutional right let me let me first say the separate but equal clause is not a that's not a constitutional right. I hope people understand that too. We 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 can go they can reverse some things <laughs> to really impact 
our community. And I think the, the part that really kills me about her is that, you know, she has two adopted African children that she adopted from overseas. Oh, wow. I didn't even know that. Yes. Yes, ma'am. She made a comment, like, I think a few months ago, saying that the N-word doesn't create a hostile work environment. And I said, what? Excuse me? And you're raising two black men, because that's what they are. How are you raising them in society? Seriously. How, how are you raising these two black guys? Because their experience will, is going to be much different than yours is. It's than a your white experience, one. exactly. Yes. Mm-hmm. And see, that, and, and that's a whole other issue, is my problem with Caucasian people adopting black kids. Yeah, black children. Black children, exactly. And then going all the way to... Well, did they they go to Africa? Or did they adopt... Were they like African children? Yeah, they they, they, they went to Africa. They adopted them from Africa, yeah. You're not even aware about... Enough about their community. And what... You don't even care about their community, for one. You don't care about their community. And then to be quite mm-hmm. honest, I mean, people always sort of make this a black issue, you know, about, you know, abortions and different things like that. And specifically Planned Parenthood, there's so many misconceptions with that. People think that Planned Parenthood is all about abortions. No, that's not the only services that they provide at Planned Parenthood. Exactly. And it's not a black issue. It is not a black issue. If you look I mean, at the I'm statistics, I, I, white people get more abortions than black people. Black uh, people only make up 14%, not even 14, 13.4% of this nation. We, we don't have enough power to really make any significant change. We're, we're not really affecting anything in a significant way, to be quite honest. So I, I'm sick of that misconception right there. And then half of our community is incarcerated. <laughs> is it really 13.4%? Ooh, child, and that's another situation. Oh my goodness. Okay, you know what? Let's just let, go out and vote, though. That's that's what I'm saying. That's the point. Go vote. Go vote. Because I'm I'm, I'm I'm tired of hearing people, black people, to say they're not gonna go vote because they're like, well, I don't want to choose between you know the great less of the two evils. Uh, at least with Trump, you know what you're gonna get. I don't want to hear any of that. Go vote. Because this is this is this election is probably one of the most important elections. I mean, I Man. in my lifetime so far, yes. definitely. So, because because if you don't go vote, I don't want to hear you say anything else. I don't, don't want I don't want to hear you complain. Don't say anything because you have the you had the chance to exercise your your right to your your to excuse me, um, actually exercise your your voice and you didn't. So yeah, here you we didn't. are. Here we are. So, like, I, this is my exact point. If you're not going to exercise your rights, don't criticize anything that's going on. You don't really have a voice, in my opinion. You don't. Because you chose not to exercise your right to make any sort of significant change, period. And another thing I want people to understand, too. You know, let me say this. Political participation does not end the day after Election Day. So, if Joe exactly. Biden gets nominated... You went to go vote. Woo! And everybody's posting that little the little picture of the little sticker they got. The sticker. <laughs> it does not end there. It doesn't end there. Joe Biden, if he gets elected, hold him accountable. Hold him to the things that he has promised our community. Yes. Hold him accountable. And that is a problem. People don't hold these ele- legislators accountable for getting things mm-hmm. done. 
No. You have a voice. You do. You do. You do. Do not let do not let them silence you. Use your voice. And young people, get involved in politics. I, I was telling someone else this. I feel like when a lot of these old people who have this sort of traditional mindset, when they die off, I think this world is going to change in a significant way. Because I feel like our generation, like we see things a lot different than the older generation does. It's just true. Young people get involved in politics. Look into this, this the stuff. Time. The, now this was the time. The time. And yeah. that's one of the things I noticed when I worked on the campaign. It's like, it's not a lot of young people getting involved with politics. But I hope by people seeing Trump, how he has literally handled his administration, that more people want, you know, seek to become more involved. And that's one of the yes. things I noticed when I went to go vote the first day. There, Man, it, it brought tears to my eyes. Seeing how many people came out to vote. I've never seen that many people come out to vote ever in my life i've never seen that before and like that really and i still saw so many black people coming out to vote you know and i feel like that's another misconception about our community that we don't vote we don't do this we don't do that but the black community we came out and we showed out okay and they can't take that away from us this time we did and i stood in line for like two hours i stood in line and i would do it again and again and again to make sure that my voice is heard so I encourage everyone else, if you have not already, get out and vote. Vote, 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 vote. Yes. So that's all I'm definitely, um, I'm going to vote next week. I haven't voted yet, but I'm going to vote. I'm going I'm to take my pinkies to the polls. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm going to vote. So please, y'all, yes, please vote. That's it. Just please, please vote. All right. So, um... Moving forward. So let's talk about also what's going on in, in Nigeria. Yes. Yes. I and I mean, I'm sure y'all have all seen the hashtag in SARS, all of that is going on, the video circulating, the picture circulating. Um, I, it is when I, when I saw it, honestly, I, I was, I was really overwhelmed because I was like, this is, this is just, there's just so much going on. So much going on. And it's almost like, what do I, what can I do to help? Like, what can I do? Because first, my first response is always like, okay, so what can I do? What can I do to help? This is the situation. Right, um, right. Yeah, so it's just, it's just very overwhelming and it's just really sad. And it, and also as a reminder and I, that when we say Black Lives Matter, we're talking about all, everybody that's black, you know, and I saw some things on Twitter where people were kind of trying to bring up the whole thing, some negative this negativity about, oh y'all weren't y'all didn't y'all don't have the same energy that y'all had this summer towards what's going on going on in Nigeria, um, you know y'all just mean Black Lives as an American lives, and you know it's just that's not division. fair. Yeah, that's division. not fair. It, there, there's not, a lot of division between the Black community and African community. Yes, there is. Yes, yes. There's a lot of division, and it's. It's like we know that we've been we've we've been known this, but this is a time for us. I mean, to to be to come together. I mean, there were there I did see people 
um, that identifies Nigerian coming, you know, coming together on Twitter for us during Black Lives Matter. So we, it is, it is, we have to return the energy back. Um, we should. And it's just, and that's just what it is. And have that's you saw any is. resources that maybe we can pass along to some of the listeners or anything um, like that? I, I have not, I have not, but, and that's my fault. I just haven't really had the opportunity to really fully educate myself on what we can do. Um, but I, what we can do is probably detach, whenever we drop this, when this launches on our page, we can attach some links to some um, places to go to help um, and just to further educate the public on what's going on. Correct. Um, Because we need some reform. Yes, we need some reform reform. for sure. And so I just want everyone just to at some point keep Nigeria in your thoughts and your prayers. And I hope that they find a solution to this because this is just, not my opinion, a human rights issue. And there needs to be something done about that for sure. Yes, yes, yes. So yes, (laughs) y'all. We are back. Yes, it's fall. The best seat, one of my favorite seasons. It's fall, so you know we are here. We're, we're better. We're bringing, bringing, we're better. Bringing you the, the best content possible. Honestly, we're we really out. We're really gonna outdo ourselves compared to our last season. So we are going to do this. And let me say yes. this one thing to leave everyone with this last final thought because it's been like boiling over me, and I feel like I touched on this previously, but I just want to reiterate this again because I'm all about Black female empowerment. Period. Like that's yes. my thing. Like, late black women, ladies, 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 we have got to do better. We got to do better. I got to do better. I got to hold myself accountable, too, to the things that I'm saying. I got to do better. We have to do better. Okay? Yes. We have to stop allowing these men to control or rather dictate our emotions. We, we have got to stop allowing them to do that mm-hmm. we have to stop that like it, it it must stop it must stop um i'm not even gonna go into the situation but really we, we gotta do better we have yes. got to do better and like i've said and i'll reiterate this again therapy 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 if you're going through something and you feel like you know what I don't feel like my support system is there for me right now. I don't feel like anyone's hearing me right now. I'm, I'm going through it. Re- really consider mm-hmm. therapy. Consider mm-hmm. therapy. Seriously. So I just want to leave that with that final thought. Yes. Final thought. Yes. And it's okay to be single. We will We will have an episode dedicated to singleness as well. So Yes. It's okay um, to be single. Yeah. To, and, date. You know, and date. And date. Date. date don't too. feel like you have to date one person. I'm not, no, I'm not saying be sexually active with multiple people, but don't feel like you have to date one person. Like, don't feel like you have to put all of your eggs in one basket. Live your life, enjoy yourself, and don't wait. Don't, don't, don't pause your happiness. Do what yes. makes you happy right now in this very moment. So, yeah. 100%. Yeah. So. Well, y'all, that's we have for you today for the most part i would say um again we're so glad to be back thank you guys for listening to us um adisha anything else you want to say any final final no everyone have a good week (laughs) and um we're excited we got some great content coming up yes we'll see y'all next time Bye. bye bye